Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, August 7th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Hockey. Grace, today is Monday, obviously, uh, even though it's Sunday when we're recording. But that means tomorrow, Tuesday, is when I will be in New York. We're going to talk all about my trip here coming up. But before we do that, I did want to mention... One of the things that a lot of people said in the survey is that they wanted to hear my travel logs. So while I'm in New York, I will do a Patreon-only episode every day to give everybody an update on what I've seen, what I've done. They aren't super long episodes, a couple minutes here or there to talk about whatever show or shows I've seen, people I've gotten to hang out with, uh, and all of that stuff. So if you want to hear all about my upcoming trip and all of the details and my thoughts on all of the shows that aren't embargoed yet, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. We find out that Matt's mom is the one who's doing all the surveys, and she's like, I just want to know what Matt's <laughs> up to. Oh, no. Um, and then, you know, I can just start to to record when I'm crying in Hell's Kitchen, if that's helpful for anybody. That's great. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a good compliment to, to what you're bringing to the table for that as well. Absolutely. I think that's good. A little bit of uh, a little bit of both of our personalities and uh, in the podcast feed is what everybody always wants. But we do want to talk about, as we are recording here on Sunday, Parade had its final performance on Broadway at the Bernard B. Jacobs Theater. I said it last week, just a stunning production featuring two incredible lead performances, both of whom I think were worthy of Tony Awards, but that entire company was fantastic. So congratulations to everybody over at Parade on a really successful and exciting run. Of course, that means that that theater will be open. As of now, we do not know what is going in to the Jacobs. So maybe we get an announcement sooner rather than later. I told you last week that there are currently six houses that don't have anything booked for either the fall or spring. Some things have just for publicly. the fall or just for the spring. Right, exactly. Publicly announced. So I'm assuming we'll get some announcements in the next couple of weeks and months. I mean, it's still possible to get things into some of these theaters for the fall, but it is getting a little late, depending on what we mean by the fall. If something were to happen right after Labor Day, Grace, that probably isn't going to happen at this point because they would probably already be uh, getting ready for rehearsals. But something closer to the holidays, I imagine we, we could get for a number of these houses, whether it's a limited run or something that starts in November and maybe continues on hopefully into the spring. But there are houses that are open. There are still lots of things circling, but I honestly would have thought we would have a few more things booked into some of these venues already at this point in the calendar. I think everybody's trying to do the thing where they're they're just managing cast announcements and they're managing deals and some shows end up probably like having more than they thought and capital you know what I mean like it's it's all this like waiting game and I know that there are so many shows that have been rumored to be in the pipeline for so many of these theaters but also with depending on which theater owner you're working with if you're you know guaranteed a Schubert house or a Niederlander house or you know an ATG Jujamson etc cetera, etc cetera. like it's it's a waiting thing so I can't imagine yeah. the announcements that we're going to get in the next couple of weeks I'm sure that there's going to be a lot that will be a surprise to us or our listeners but may not be a surprise to the people attached and uh you you just never know. It's going to be a fascinating season for the fall and the spring in terms of revivals and original musicals. The plays, I think, were a little bit sparse on just from my understanding. But yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the different houses. I, and I said on last week's episode that uh, you tried to be on on Friday's episode, but my internet wouldn't allow it. Of the six houses, they don't have anything for the spring or fall. We have 
one owned by Roundabout and then the Beaumont, which is Lincoln Center. But of the commercial exclusive houses, all four are Schubert houses. So uh, I wonder if it's just kind of like a musical chairs. They're moving things around to figure out what is the best fit because, you know, they've already got always got stuff coming in. So that will certainly be. Uh, an interesting thing to keep an eye on. But I did want to run through, as, as I mentioned, I will be starting my trip tomorrow, run through everything that I am seeing. Grace, I will start on Tuesday with The Shark is Broken, a show near and dear to your heart and your professional uh, responsibilities. I will be seeing that with a friend of mine, Jessica DiMaria, who has been on Broadway Radio multiple times, but also Ashley Steves and Robbie Rizzo will be there as well. So it'll be a, a nice big family group outing there. Then on Wednesday, I think think 99% sure that I'll be seeing once upon a one more time again uh, in the on the Wednesday matinee and then grace something you and I have been looking forward to for years I guess um, as long as we've both known that the other person even knew who these people were we're gonna be going to the city winery to see my favorite band cowboy mouth and remind me how do you know who they are I did you see them like open up for somebody no, I specifically went to a Cowboy Mouth show when I was, I think, 10 in oh. at the Variety Playhouse in Atlanta. We took our trip to Dairy Queen and got our red spoons and made our way over there. It was one of my dad's favorites. So um, we Amazing. we went and listened all the time. And so this is I went to see them also by myself at BB King's back when that was open in Times Square. Um, and then it closed down pretty much right after that, <laughs> um, after I'd seen like a. I think, it, oh gosh, it was a cover band for Eric Clapton, I think, because my friend's dad was was in the cover band. <laughs> and, and I've just been waiting for years for them to, to circle back up to New York City because I do not live in New Orleans and have never been there when they've been playing. So yeah. this has been a long time coming. I don't even know how we figured out that we both listen, um, but I'm so glad that we did because this is a very exciting time for us. I didn't realize it went that deep for you. I thought the BB King thing was the the first time you heard them. Oh, no, my no, favorite. no, no, no. Probably 20 plus years. <laughs> yeah, they've been my favorite band since my freshman year of high school. Uh, the guy who was in, in like the head tech guy was a senior at my high school. He was going to Tulane, which is in New Orleans. Cowboy Mouth is from New Orleans. And he brought back a CD. That must have been 1994. Uh, no, 1995, probably 1995. So they've been my favorite band since then. So very excited to see that with you. And then I'm going to go see the Uber Intimate Uncle Vanya with Ashley on Thursday. Going to see Back to the Future. I said last week it was with Robbie. That's not correct. I'm going to see Back to the Future on Friday, the uh, uh, August 11th with my friend Janie. Then I'm going to see Eisenhower, This Piece of Ground, who stars our friend John Rubenstein. I'm going to see that on Saturday afternoon. Then I'm going to go see Here Lies Love with Robbie. I knew it was one of the new musicals with Robbie. Uh, and then on Sunday afternoon, I'm going to go see Eva Noble's Otto's final performance of Hadestown. So I might try to sneak in a Titanic on Saturday afternoon. I haven't decided yet, but watch this space. You'll hear about it in my, uh, in my travelogues. So very fun. All right, Grace, real quick, I did want to unfortunately talk about two passings that we had in the Broadway community recently. The first one was of Lion King and In the Heights star Clifton Oliver, who had been battling illness for quite a while, although no details about those illnesses were revealed. He passed away on Wednesday, August 2nd. He was only 47 years old, but had a really remarkable and exciting career in th three just huge Broadway properties as well as on tour. He was a Simba and Lion King on Broadway. He was a Fiero and Wicked on Broadway. He was a replacement Benny and in the Heights on Broadway. He also led the original 2000 
Los Angeles sit-down production of The Lion King. He opened that as Simba. And then also uh, where I saw him as Barry Gordy in the national tour of Motown, the musical. Uh, Lots of people in the Broadway community were... Uh, talking about the loss of Clifton. So our thoughts are with uh, everybody who knew and loved him. And another one that passed away here recently was Broadway vet Walter Charles. He passed away at the age of 78. He had 13 different Broadway credits dating back to being uh, in the original Broadway production of Grease. And then he also was in the original Broadway production of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Sweeney Todd, Cats, and then he was in La Caja Falls, Me and My Girl, Aspects of Love, the 1999 Kiss Me Kate, The Boys from Syracuse, Big River, The Woman in White, uh, The Apple Tree, and then most recently as the captain in Anything Goes on Broadway. He also was a part of nine national tours. So we send out the best to everybody who knew and loved both of these performers, either personally or professionally. All right, let's get into a little bit of news. And these are always fun, Grace. You always, having worked in the cast album sphere, we did finally get a release date for the upcoming Sweeney Todd cast album led by Josh Groban and Annalie Ashford, obviously. That uh, cast album will be released on September 8th. September 8th. Did I not say that? No, I just wanted to say it with you because everyone's tweeting about it. Why is that? It, what? I don't know. It's just that everyone's like September 8th. The album drops September 8th. And so I can't not know that, which is that's that's good work on everybody's part. I absolutely know without even looking at it. September 8th is when the Sweeney Todd album is dropping. That is 100% correct. Yes. Uh, September 8th. They put out some of the uh, the tracks already. You can find them on YouTube and stuff. But the digital release for the album will be, say it with me, Grace, September, September 8th. 8th. No dates yet announced for the physical album. All right, there are three new shows that are in the works that have announced either uh, world premiere productions or some sort of workshops or readings that I want to kind of run you through. The first will happen at Goodspeed Opera House, Goodspeed Musicals. It is a new musical called The Twelve. It is being directed by Tony winner John Doyle with a book and lyrics by Robert Schenken, who I think I've interviewed here on Broadway Radio. I've interviewed somewhere. I think it was on Broadway radio. Music and lyrics by Neil Berg. The company of the cast will feature Wesley Taylor, Etai Benson, Simon Will, Kyle Scatliff, and others. But there's somebody's name in here, Grace, whose name I recognize. I was going to (laughs) say. Are you familiar with one F. Michael Haney? I do know them. Really talented, amazing singer. And I will say, this being a John Doyle production, I feel like people are going to be playing. I, I One, yes, a given. Two, <laughs> you might know uh, as well as anybody if that was happening. Um, so F will be in the show. Adrian Walker and Remo Webb. I mean, really, that cast is kind no, of. No, it's so good. Is bonkers, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a really good cast. I just saw Remo Webb in the um, All Joey reading. Uh, she was fantastic. I'm obviously going and I'm very excited. Um, I've got great people uh, that I love working at Goodspeed just as well. So I'm just really excited to go up to Connecticut and and be a little fly on the wall for all of this. Yeah, the show is scheduled to run currently September 8th through October 29th. I'm sure we will hear much more of this. So very excited and uh, tell F congratulations for me. All right, some other shows that are in the works and are kind of going through the whole process sees. 
The next one is a new show that just had an industry reading this past Friday, but it had a, a really, really great cast, including Gabby Beans, Damon Duano, Evan Jongiket, and Vince Napo. Vince Napo might be one of the very first interviews I ever did covering theater a decade or so ago. He was on the national tour of Million Dollar Quartet. So that's very exciting. It is a new play called Burning, Falling, Rising Monster by Kate Vozella. Jackie Bradley directed it, but Gabby Beans, Damon Duano are both tremendous. So very excited to hear what happens with this next. I will say there were there were two industry readings that were happening at the same time at New 42 on Friday. There were several presentations of Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. And then I was upstairs seeing the Heart of Rock and Roll Huey Lewis musical presentation. And I got to tell you, am I the youngest person in the room that knows every word to every Huey Lewis song? Yes, I am. Was I singing along? Yes, I was. Did I get to meet Huey Lewis? Yes, I did. (laughs) So cool. Um, I might be the only person that would free. I'm not. Um, He has a huge fan base, but uh, I had seen him at Riverbend in Chattanooga, Tennessee, because my bonus dad introduced him on stage because he's radio DJ in chat, got to introduce Huey. So like 20 years later or whatever, you know, getting to see other people that I care about sing these songs. It was really good. I really, I really enjoyed that. I just want to throw that out there. There's so much in development that I can tell, like, yeah. we have no idea what the landscape is going to be looking like, but that was really special. Yeah. Gotta love that. All right. Real quick, a, a bit of sad news especially for me, but the current London production of Heather's the Musical announced that it will be closing in September. No! Um, Yes, September 3rd. It is closing. It is then going to go out on a UK and Ireland Ireland tour in the fall before finishing up at the new Wimbledon Theatre. But I love this show. It's been pretty much a decade since the show began running off-Broadway. And what's great about this one, is that you can still watch this on the Roku channel for free. It does have some ads spliced in there, but there is a a pretty good pro tape of that that you can check out on the Roku channel. I will say it is a little ironic to me. I know that they're trying to finish out the weekend on September 3rd, but National Heather's Day is September September 1st, 1989. Dear Dear Diary. Diary. Like that is literally the opening part of the show. So I I get that they're doing their closing around that the same way that they open, which is pretty special. Yeah, love that. All right, two real quick recommendations that I wanted to send out there. Currently on stage through August 10th at the Muni in St. Louis is their production of Rent. Not What's interesting is there's, there's a few handful of names in here that you recognize, but they have really kind of mixed in some new and emerging talent as well. The names that you might remember or might recognize are Ashley De La Rosa, Lindsay Heather Pierce, Anastasia McCleskey, and some others that I, I'm not familiar with, but... I think anybody who knows me knows how much I love Rent. So seeing Rent with a much larger cast than normal because it's the Muni and it's a gigantic stage and you have to fill that up. But also to see it in such a huge, huge venue is kind of cool. So you can check out the highlights for that in the show notes. And then the final one here, Grace, is a new remix dance track that has been officially released for the song Feel the Light, which is the opening number for the world premiere musical adaptation of Tu Wong Fu, which is going to be beginning performances in London on October 21st for a limited 10-week run. Very excited to see what this is all about. The movie is obviously a classic. The 
Music is composed by Lewis Flynn, and it is performed by Biddy Straunch, I think is how I pronounce that. Uh, so check that out. Check that one out. Very exciting. Very cool. And uh, interested to see what happens with this show moving forward. All right, everybody, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can follow me wherever uh, at Matt Grace, where can people find you? You can find me on all forms of social media for the time being at It's Grace Aki. All right, everybody, have a wonderful week. And don't forget to head over to Patreon to check out my travel logs. Grace and I will, maybe maybe I'll bring my portable mic with me, Grace, and you and I can do a debrief on Cowboy Mouth on our walk to the train or whatever, or, or the bus in your case, before uh, before you head before you head out of town. But very excited for all of that coming up. 